the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fred, you may have drifted, but he's still your father, and you're still his son, and he wants to restore to you everything that you have lost and that the world has taken away. The thief comes to rob, to steal, to destroy. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Today's sermon has to do with listening to God, being quiet before the Lord, being in tune with heaven so that God can speak. You know, God not only has ears to hear our prayers, but he has a mouth to speak and he will have a word for you in today's message. Let us hear the message and learn to be quiet and still before the Lord because God will speak and give direction, give wisdom. You go to him in prayer, present your request, and then be quiet before God, and God's words will come into your heart, into your thoughts. Somehow God will get through to you. He has a voice. Let's go into the sanctuary, learn how to be quiet and still before the Lord, and hear His voice. Quietness and strength. Well, if your Bible is open to Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15, you will readily see where I got my sermon title, right from this particular verse of Scripture. And I want you to look at this verse. We're going to put it on the screen now. Would you put it on the screen now? Now, let's read this together. In unison, this is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, in repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength. Now, notice closely This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. And when the Holy One of Israel is saying something, I want to hear it. I want to listen to it. I mean, we hear a politician going to give an address, and if we're into all of that, we'll turn it on and watch and listen. Well, God Almighty is speaking. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Sovereign Lord, what are you saying? Am I hearing? Say it again. Say it louder. Say it until it gets into my heart. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. And he's saying a lot, but the problem or the challenge is, am I listening? And is it making a change in me? Is it benefiting me in my Christian life, in my walk with God? This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Now notice there are four key words in that verse of Scripture. Repentance, rest, quietness, trust. Now every word, every jot, every tittle is is ordained and inspired and God-breathed. I have to look closely sometimes. I read too fast. I, I, I hear and it, whew, it, it goes. 
What are those words? What is he saying in those words? What does he want me to have this morning? What does, I, does the sovereign Lord have for me to follow and lead and lean on this coming week? What's going in my ears? May it also go into my heart. But now notice I've underlined something here. Repentance and rest. Underline. Those four words are coupled together into two great statements. The second is quietness and trust. There is something in heaven that heaven is wanting to say. I, I look at it. I read it. I hear it. I receive it. I experience God. This is what the Lord says. Now, the first underlined, repentance and rest, I'm going to break this message down into two segments. That first underline is for those who do not know Jesus as their Savior and for Christians who have drifted away and grown cold in their experience. The second underline is for believers And so I want to hear today, and I want you to hear what he is saying. Repentance and rest. In repentance and rest is your salvation, meaning your security and your deliverance. If you want to be delivered from something, you want to feel very secure. This is not a very secure world in which we live. Not very much security. But there is help and hope and blessing in the Lord and in his word. There have been problems and circumstances that have come into our lives that have caused some Christians to drift away. And I'm going to be as honest as I can be and as transparent as I can be uh, today. And I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will help me and give me the words that, that you and I need There have been Christians who have followed the Lord perhaps for some time. But today they're not in church. They're not in the word. They're not in fellowship with God's people. Well, they were at one time, but not now. But somebody is here today who wants to have restored that blessing that they once knew. And today is going to be your day. You're going to be restored. You're going to be blessed and brought back to the Lord. There's been joy that has been lost. But today there's going to be a restoration of joy. Jesus says, come to me. That's the only place it can be found. Jesus says, come to me. And I want to hear him say it. I I want that invitation to penetrate my mind and my heart. And then I want to respond like the prodigal son did when he said, I will arise and go to my father. Yes, Fred, you may have drifted, but he's still your father and you're still his son. And he wants to restore to you everything that you have lost and that the world has taken away. The thief comes to rob, to steal, to destroy. But Jesus is saying, come to me. He's giving an invitation. 
How are, am I going to respond to that invitation? Am I going to come to him like the prodigal? He lost everything, but in going back to father's house, he found and regained everything. Everything. Now it says in repentance, that means returning. That's exactly what the word means, repentance, in this particular verse. Repentance, see the word repentance? You can substitute the word returning. In returning and in rest, meaning there is nothing you have to do. You simply can rest. Now the other week I spoke about being still and waiting on God. The Hebrew word simply means be still. The word still, S-T-I-L-L, means let your hands drop. There's nothing you can do to restore yourself or bring back the joy of the Lord. The only thing is what Jesus can do when you respond to his invitation. Be, Be still and know. Jesus is the one that went to Calvary and bore our sins in his own body. He's the one that labored in Gethsemane and drank the cup of our sins. Did he labor? Yes. He sweat, as it were, great drops of blood. No one can fully understand. I I truly say that advisedly, that we cannot fully understand how he took our sins, drank our sins in that cup. No wonder he backed away from it three times saying, Father, if there's any other way, take this cup from me. I want you to think of what Jesus did and how you can rest in his accomplishment. Return to the Lord. The prodigal father yearns, the father of the prodigal son, yearned for his son to come back. He he didn't condemn his son, rebuke his son, curse his son. No, he kept looking down that road hoping and believing that someday he's going to see that son coming. And sure enough, the day came and that son was on his way home. I truly believe that the Lord is here calling us today, somebody, to come back home. No accident you came to church on a rainy Sunday morning. You're here by God's design. He's calling you. He's been looking for you, yearning for you. And when the father saw his son coming, the scripture says he literally ran. He ran to meet him. When he got to him, he put his arms around him. Then he gave to him the kiss of reconciliation. That's exactly what God does when a sinner comes to him or a backslider comes home or one who has transgressed and gone astray. We sometimes go astray. We get down on ourselves. We are angry with ourselves. I know better than this. Why did I do it? Friend, we're not even going to go there. It's been done. But so has Calvary been done. And Jesus is here to bless and to receive. So return. There's nothing you can do today, nothing you need to do, but to say, Jesus, I'm here. I'm coming back. Restore to me the joy of salvation. Let me draw waters from the wells of salvation again. What has been lost can now be regained by coming back to the Lord. The scripture says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But listen to this last word. 
but you would have none of it. Friend, the decision is entirely up to us. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart. Invite him to come in. But so many, so many will have none of it. They, they just won't allow the Lord to give them that joy and that blessed happiness. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved. This is what you will discover at the Largo Community Church, located in South Bowie, right off of Central Avenue. But just don't take my word for it. Listen to what others are saying about the church. Hi, I'm Craig Muckle, and this is my family, my wife, Yolanda, our oldest daughter, Michelle, our next oldest daughter, Madison, and our son, Christopher. Uh, We've been members of the Largo Community Church for about 20 years now, when my wife and I got married. And we've been blessed by the church just by having the opportunity to be here every Sunday, being welcomed by the great people that are here, Pastor Morris and the staff. And we've taken advantage of a lot of the ministries that the church has, whether it's been the financial peace sessions, the marriage retreats. Our kids have been through the summer youth camps. And we just have found that this is a great place. People are known here. And when you need something, they're there for you, whether it's just through supportive prayer, other ways of uplifting. So we've just found it to be a great place to have our spiritual family support us. Hi, I just wanted to say, as far as coming to Largo, we've been blessed. It is a family-oriented church. We've got to know quite a few people. Our children have grown up in the church, and they've supported us. And we just feel as though you should definitely come to Largo engage, become involved. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. I'm going to ask you at a moment to bow your heads, and then after a moment of prayer and waiting on the Lord, I'm going to come back and finish the message. But I have to give you this opportunity. This is what church is all about. This is what what salvation is all about. So would you bow your heads, please? And I'm coming down to the holy table. Friend, this is your day. I want to pray for you. I want to put my arms around you. I want to welcome you. I want to be with you when God gives you the kiss of reconciliation. Would you want to come up and pray with me now and say, Jesus, you made sure that I'm at church today to hear this message. Are you here? You're here. I know you're here. God stopped everything for me to bring this message to you today. God changed people's plans completely. So I'll wait just a moment. You know whether you're going to or whether you're not, but please come on right now, wherever you are. Come on right now. Any drifting has gone on, any straying, this is it. Okay, come right on. You may have strayed in your thoughts, in your words, in your behavior. Yes, I, I, I knew you were here. God set this service aside for just you. Okay. Now, dear ones, I want you to pray with me. 
you, you say these words after me. Anybody in the congregation is welcome to say it also where you are. Say, Dear Lord, I have drifted, I have strayed. I repent today. I return today. I'm giving my heart back to you. I'm receiving Jesus again as my Lord and Savior. Take away my wrongdoing. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Take over my life. And restore to me the joy of salvation. Jesus, you're my Savior. God, you're my Father. Today, I thank you for this message. I thank you for your call. I'm thankful, Lord, that I had the courage to return. You gave me the courage. I love you, Lord. Thank you for loving me. Now, dear friends, keep your head bowed for just a moment. Now, whatever the wrongdoing was or the sin was or the drifting that caused the drifting, let it come back to your mind now. Say, Lord, I had wrong, lustful thoughts. Don't say it out loud, but only to him. Lord, I behaved in an unchristian, unchristlike way. Lord, I offended somebody. Lord, I'm holding a grudge against somebody. Be that specific, and it will go away. Are you coming to the Lord Jesus for the first time? Amen. How old are you? Fourteen. Thirteen? Fourteen. Fourteen. Keep your heads bowed, friends. Yes, God saves teenagers. Here's a 14-year-old boy just now told me for the very first time he's coming to Jesus. Give praise. Give praise. Has the Lord ministered to you? Yes. Yes, he has, I believe. the Lord blessed you today you've come back to God you were strayed away for several years but you're back in the choir now hallelujah you're back to the Lord now aren't you God has come to you God has blessed you God has blessed you God has ministered to you God has come to you God loves you God loves you Sam amen Amen. Okay, you may be seated. God bless you. God bless you. And everyone says, praise the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. In returning and rest. I return and I'm going to rest in what Jesus did for me. He accomplished it. 
Now, I want to talk to some Christians here today. Quietness and trust. Only in quietness and trust. What is trust? Simply put, one word, confidence. That's what trust is. Salvation for the believer. Sometimes, even on the job, there's difficulty. Feelings of insecurity on the job. What's going to happen if this happens? And health, there are people who have lost their health. They have lost their wellness, healthy and strong, confident. But today, their health is not what it was. It isn't there. Now, friend, worrying is not going to make it any different. In your home, worrying is not going to stop the earthquake that is about to take place or the insecurity on the job. Worrying will not, will not make you feel secure, restore your health. You're God's child, but you're being tried. You're being tested. There's anxiety there. You're, you are deeply concerned. Friend, this is where you are. This is where you live. It's heaven or hell. It's accepting God or accepting things as they are. But today, everything can change. I mean everything can change. God is here. Souls are being saved. This is your day. There are those Christians, I'm talking about Christians now, who are fretting, fuming, plotting, planning, and your strength is being depleted in all of that fuming, plotting, planning, fuming. And all of that fuming, plotting, planning, and nothing has changed. In other words, friend, you can't do it, but you're here to meet the one who can do it for you, who cares for you, loves you, will take care of that situation at work, will take care of that situation at home in the family. God is here to take the worry and fret out of your life. He'll do it. And you will know peace. The peace of him who is the Prince of Peace. The man called me, said, Pastor Morris, there's a man on my job that doesn't like me. Will you pray for me? I don't know where you work or where you are in your employment, but I know it's not easy out there in the world But God will go with you to work, and God will go with you today, home. God is here to bless you and help you. But, Fred, again, I want to tell you, you can't do it, that worry, fretting, fuming, planning. It's just going to wear you out, and some of you are very tired, weary Christians. You're you're just wore out by trying and trying, and you can fix this if I could fix that. You can't. Friend, you can't do it, but God will do it for you. You can rest in him. He will bring a coolness and a calmness that will come over you when you turn it over to the Lord. And now, dear Christian friend, I'm going to ask you in just a moment to bow your heads because God wants to fix it for you. You you know you're an intelligent, logical person. All that fuming and fretting hasn't done any good. Let God have a chance. Give him a chance at it. Let him take control of it. 
Watch what happens. Watch what happens. God is still almighty. He's an on-time God. Would you bow your heads with me, please? We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with some concluding thoughts. I enjoy bringing the healing Word of God to you Monday through Friday. I thank God for the privilege and I thank you for listening. But friend, I need your help. I need your prayers and financial support. I can't say it strongly enough or plainly enough. Will you help me please? I want to keep this ministry moving forward, but I need your help in order to do so. If the Healing Word is bringing healing to you emotionally, spiritually, and physically, write and tell me about it. I will be so encouraged. Your testimony, your prayers, and your financial gifts is all I need to keep me going. I will truly thank you. To make a prayer request or to donate to the Healing Word, go to the church website, largocc.org. That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C dot org. Blessings on you. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.